0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. (laughs) Hello, everybody. And I'm the second brother. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Brothers channel. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Yeah, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the only channel on YouTube where the intro makes the presenters laugh. (laughs) (laughs) we're always happy (laughs) well why not why not be happy you can be miserable or you can Mm. be happy we choose to be happy you know Um, we've been on this journey for a long time and one of the things that we learned is positive thinking mm. and while you're learning and you're working with positive thinking you actually realize that it is a decision i'm sure that many people have asked you mr claire why are you always happy why are you always happy mr Clare, what do you tell them <laughs> um i've heard you all my life because i'm a smiler so okay. um and I, I i don't know i actually don't answer them i always go away pauses like why does it disturb you that i'm happy you know <laughs> i don't answer them i just look at them like you must have <laughs> so yeah okay look I actually answered them. <laughs> I'm one of those people that we answered them I was like why not mm. why not be happy mm. and do you know what I found they look to the left they look to the right they look up they look down and they go it's true why not and they go and be miserable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna jump right into it. Our topic today is part two of Dig Your Well Before You Thirst. Ooh. This is a very important topic, and that's why we're doing a part two on this one. Um, in part one, we went into what it meant to dig your well before you thirst, you know. We gave so many examples. Now we want to drill down into the reality of it on your day-to-day life. Mm. Okay. Um, life is changing. Okay. There's a saying that I'll start with. And this saying is something that we heard many, 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 many years ago. Can you imagine? Mr. Clay? That was like 25 years ago, man, that we came into this kind of information, even probably even more years, maybe maybe 28 years. And it says, the things you do that you don't have to do will determine where you will be when you can no longer help it. Come on, sir. Let me repeat that. The things you do when you don't have to do will determine where you will be when you can no longer help it. We had that saying so many years ago. And I'll pass it to Mr. Kaleye in a second after I've said this. That has proven to be so true. When we first heard it, we thought, hmm, interesting. But we were young. We needed to be tested, you know? Now I can tell you 25 years later, there are things that I enjoy now that if I had not done them when I didn't need to do, do them, they will not be in my reality now. Mr. Conley, over to you. Wow. You know, the things you do when you don't have to. The mm. you be when you can no mm. longer help it. Mm. How true. How true are those words? How true are those words? And the second one, Mr. Pooh, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Please go. Please go. It, it's not liking the things you have to do. Mm-hmm. But, but doing the things it's you not, like to do. Not doing the things you like to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not doing the things you like to do, but lacking yeah. the things you have to do that makes life a blessing. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. You don't know about do raps. Those are serious. The third raps. one. The third one, Mister Claire, The third one. Things come to those who wait. <laughs> yes. Yes, but sir. But and, and slicker. He who goes for what he wants will get it that much quicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, oh so my goodness, you goodness, do, goodness. You have to you determine where you'll be when you can no longer help it. When nobody's watching you and you're doing those things. You know, the things you have to do. You know, the things you do when you don't have to. When nobody's looking at you, you know, that's what will propel you forward. That's what what will separate you from the crowd. Simple as that. That's what will propel you beyond the crowds, where people will start knowing who you are. You know, so some people do things because they have to. But hey, you do that. Anyway, it's not that we don't have to do the things you don't have to. You have to do that anyway. But on top of that, you do those things you don't have to as well. You go the extra mile. You do those things that stretch you, that make you grow. So because ultimately, your growth is to your own benefit. You know, back to you, Mr. Phil. Well, you put it beautifully. The things that you do when no one is watching, what are those kind of things? Oh, I don't feel like reading tonight. I've not read my 30 minutes today, but I'll do it anyway. And you do it. No one is watching you then. Um, When they say go the extra mile, at work, at places, when everybody is like running away from responsibility, you don't have to, but you step up. <laughs> You're thinking, oh, I'm already busy. I've already got a lot of my plate, but your discipline and your journey and your conditioning and the information you're getting has conditioned you to say, you know what? Step up, take responsibility. You don't have to, but you do. And then all those disciplines will now start putting you in places and positions that you would not have been if you did not step up, if you did not keep up the discipline, if you did not pay the price, if you did not if, 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 you, if you did not push yourself. So a lot of, of this journey is self-motivational, self-pushing yourself to do the things. Look, while you're doing them, your friends are sleeping. <laughs> while you're doing them they're looking at you like you're well I was before we started this recording well I was reminding Mr. Klaye that Klayer was we are now in a position where we have things happen to us and so other people look at you, us and they go ha oh, but you guys have a network you guys have a network wow how lucky you are you have a network and I was reminding Mr. Klaye that the only reason why we have a network right now that we can speak of it's because we started it in 2003. And when we started it at 2003, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, we looked weird. <laughs> what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing this? Another meeting? You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it for free? <laughs> That's another one. Mr. Clay. you need to be charging people for this. Yeah. It's, too, it's too good to be free. It's too, it's too good to be free. It's too good to be free. The information you're sharing is too good to be free. We did that from 2003. Imagine, minus 2003, from 2021, imagine the stories, imagine the journey, imagine the relationships, imagine the the, the trust that has been forged, imagine the track record that has been forged, imagine from 2003. Then we're here today and they're seeing the end result and they see that whenever we're going somewhere, we're not going alone now. You already have a team. I have actually have someone that looks at me and goes, Yeah, it's easy for you because you already have a team. And I'm looking at him like, I just plucked the thing out of the air. <laughs> Why is it there today? We dug that well before we thirsted, or we thirsted so that now it's there now. That, that, that well is there now. Mr. Mm-hmm. Powerful, sir. I can't, you know, you it just. As you were talking, I was just going back in time and just reminiscing about what, everything that you was talking about. You know, you know, you get to a point where, when you're doing, where you're disciplining yourself, when you're doing those things that you don't have to do, when you're digging your wells before you need water to drink, you, you're gonna be poked. It's like me. One of the things I hate doing is taking minutes of any meeting. You know, I don't like taking minutes. All well, of a sudden, I've become the major minute taker, you know, <laughs> and I've even actually found a system that works for me, that I'm now able to take minutes without killing myself too much. Um, And this morning, this very morning at work, in a room full of about 70 people, they said, oh, can somebody please volunteer to take the minutes, if you hear crickets. You know, <laughs> Nobody, nobody. nobody. <laughs> but because of my training, I didn't even know when I was saying, Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the main reason I said I'll do it. Let's, yeah, I'll do it. You know, was to let's get this meeting going. You know we were so quiet I wasn't even feeling like oh yeah I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it I just felt like let's get this going yeah I'll do it, I'll do it. let's get. Let's just get cracking you know because it was 8.30 in the morning nobody wanted to be there and then you know, I was, was going to take the minute. you know and now because of my where I'm coming from I did it not only did he get me recognized the big boss he appreciates it like wow oh hello (laughs) look at that (laughs) he volunteered out of 70 people look at that again again when now that big boss recognizes you without (laughs) you saying anything or doing anything beyond that people will now say oh why but hey you dug your well before you tested. Please carry on, Mr. Clay. So, you know, this is this is what we're saying. You know, in a whole country, in a whole country, yeah, unless you unless you step up and take lead, nobody else will. They'll be expecting you to do it. And they wanna sit down and be cheering you on, you know. It's just like, um, you know, the story that comes to mind is a friend of mine, Omo Yelishu, L- in Nigeria. He has brilliant ideas. He's calling for a revolution. And 200 million people are expecting him to be Rambo. <laughs> Please carry on, Mr. Clay. Expecting him to carry the, the machine gun. To <laughs> so be running on the street, <laughs> revolution, <laughs> <laughs> watching watching on YouTube, going go on. <laughs> they almost caught him there. <laughs> he live uh, live and the guy say, "You know, we have to step up and take any live." We step up away because <laughs> so nobody wants to take responsibility. They want to push you to it. They want to push you to it. Push you. Push you, push you, push you. <laughs> But nobody wants to take responsibility. And there's no running away from it. So you have to take responsibility. You have to take responsibility. Don't, don't look right. Don't look left. Don't look behind you. You have to take responsibility. Back to you, Mr. Phil. There's so many things that came to my mind. But let's go with that one. Let's, let's start with that one. Yes, Mr. Clay, we have come from such Hollywood indoctrination and such Hollywood exposure that you're right, they expect Mr. Show to become Rambo. <laughs> Tie his band on his head. <laughs> get the machine gun. Hello. you no. run running. He does not get tired. He goes, throws the grenade. God forbid, we've had so many people lose their lives mm. Mm. on the cause of the black struggle. Mm. Mm. I call it black struggle because I'll put this Mandela, or put put, um, okay, Martin. it died of natural causes, but let's look at Martin, Martin. Luther Malcolm X. I keep telling people that we have died enough. Mm. If dying was what was going to fix things, ah, come on, things would not be fixed back. (laughs) Let me repeat it. If dying, if someone said, okay, I will die, Gaddafi, Saddam, Hmm. I'm putting them there because if you think they should not be on that list, it's because you don't know. We had enough people die for us. Now it's time that if we're going to, as a people enjoy anything in the future, that enjoyment, the well of that enjoyment has to be dug right now. Mm. What we're enjoying now is what we pay the price for. It's Mm. no different from countries, it's no different from people, it's no different from male, it's no different from female. Everything that you enjoy, you have basically had to dig a well for. Check your life. All right. Now, one of the things that we were doing in this um, channel and we're promoting is the concept of change agents. We're going to actually do an, a full episode on that, but I'm just going to introduce a little bit here. See, a change agent is someone that says, look, this is the situation we find ourselves. Instead of me complaining... Instead of me moaning, instead of me basically, you know, pointing fingers, we're going to start where we are. I'm going to be a change agent where I'm at. This Mm. is where we start going forward. I'm, as a change agent, going to forget the government. Mm. Thank God we're in a global market now. I, as a change agent, I'm going to forget Nigerian economy because I can connect to to other economies. Around the world. I as a change judge, would take that responsibility, and whatever I'm expecting, I'm gonna start digging that well now. Mr. Claire. please. There you go. There you go. That is that and that is what change is all about. Because change is not you go and do it, that's not change. <laughs> you go and do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry. he's <laughs> uh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can do it now. You know, uh, you know, you need to change that to let's go and do it. Actually, actually, you need to change that to I go and do it. Hmm. I go and do it. You watch me. And if it resonates with you, follow. Hmm. Mr. Knoehe. You see that? I'll go and do it. If it resonates with you, follow. Yeah? So it's not about just pushing it out there. Now, the reason why I feel so comfortable to say, I'll go and do it. If it resonates, follow. Is what we say here, we're not just saying it because it sounds good. <laughs> you know, we're not just saying these things because it's, you know, we want to sound entertain you. This is no entertainment. This is this is schooling. This is real life schooling. You know, a lot of the things we share on this platform are things we have done, things I have done, and things I am still doing. Hmm? Now, the way I'll do it will be totally different with to the way Mister Phil will do it. But it's all we are in a result game we'll still get the same, similar results. Because the fruit is, you know, the fruit of what we're saying is the pudding, you know? So, this thing is very important. Where you do not look to your right, don't look to your left, look within yourself. This is a challenge I must do, I must accomplish. So that when Rambush is running down the road, <laughs> <laughs> You're not know, watching him like a film. Saying, ah, they almost got eh. the like, ah, dead, like a game. Then they all go home, Mr. Claire. They all go home. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got there. He almost, he almost tried. He almost got there. Now my life was. I must now live a life of misery. No. 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 It doesn't work that way. You have to do it. You have to get, roll your sleeves up. You have to get your hands dirty. you like Mr. Phil now. I can't expect Mr. Phil to make me financially free. That's okay because I'm Mr. Phil's brother. I just need to stay nice with him. Just be close by him. Don't upset him. Don't upset him. <laughs> if you upset him, follow it. <laughs> Because it's going the way, <laughs> and vice versa, and vice versa, I can't be like expecting my, my, my future to be based on Mister Clay. Oh, you know, he's very calm. He handles things very well. Everybody loves him, so he's gonna be successful. Don't get on his nerve. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, no, that- no, you can't do that. What we can do is, I become the best version of me mm. for him. Yes, sir. And he becomes the best version of himself for me. Yes, sir. So, like one of our, Jim Ron is the one that put it best. He <laughs> said, I take care of me for you. That's right. You just take care of you for me. That's right. Secondary. and you know that the, how that works. If we're fighting the sword, back to back, of course, skills, so that mm. when we come together and I, you back me, I back you, and I'm fighting enemies, You know, we can do that. Mm? So when Shoré is running down the road, <laughs> we're back to back. You're down the road with him, You know, you know however the greatest effective change that wear, and i was telling mr knell this yesterday is the principle that i've i heard mr fuller say and he said you don't you don't fight or change an existing um, system by fighting it mm. what you do is you build a better system mm. beside it mm. 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 that will make it obsolete. Look, the solution is not going to fight any politician. Mm. The full solution is not going to go and get your own cut of the national cake. <laughs> the solution is you providing solutions where you are to the point that you are having so much fun without them you don't need them you don't need the government's headache you don't need the government's confusion oh my goodness if there's any if there's any political governmental conundrum worse than Nigeria on earth I'm yet to see it Honestly, Nigeria's situation is one of those ones that you start to understand. You'll be like, ah, "What do you even?" Honestly, you best just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? Again, like I said, thankfully we're now living in a global market where you don't even have to rely on the economy. Let them have, let them have at it. You build another system. And you have fun, yes, in your system. Yes. That's all. And then, guess what? What have you achieved? You're already having fun. Mm. Number two, you don't need them. Number three, you are enjoying your life. That's the real revolution, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. That is the real revolution, Mr. Claire. That is powerful, powerful. And, um, and I hope you, you understand where we're coming from. Because we've always said it. There's no running away from this. The responsibility always lies. The buck stops there with you. You know, developing yourself. fashioning yourself, being bigger than the country. You know that that's an option. You can actually be bigger than the whole country. You're now transcending a country. You're transcending a, a continent. Transcending, you know, you've gone beyond. You know that's possible, right? If you don't know, it is. Let me let me let me give you the shortcut. It is. It's possible, and you can do it. You know, sometimes we limit ourselves with our minds, you know, we, you know, being born in Nigeria is the best thing that's happened to me, being born as a Nigerian, you know, even in that, in that confusion, that's all, all you're saying there is opportunity, all that confusion is just building, saying opportunity, you can use it to grow, you can use it to, to be bigger, you can use it to embellish, and as Mr. Phil will tell you, believe it or not, you actually chose to be born there, So you're not a victim. You decided that, like, okay, anyway, I want to be born. I don't want to be Bur- Burkina Burk- Palace. No, not me. I want Nigeria. <laughs> and you're probably looking at it like, no, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Back to you, Mr. Phil. <laughs> yes. At, let's call it for simplicity. Let's call it at the ultimate consciousness level. You've got a consciousness, you've got a subconscious, and there's a, an ultimate conscious level. You chose to be to come there because you see, regardless of where you are born, it has its own challenge for you to solve. Do you know, like Mr. Kwe said about Buckingham Palace, Prince Harry? Do you know there's some people that would just love to kill him? just for who he is. Mm. Do you know how many people, just because it's Prince Harry, and his security now is very expensive because he's actually gone away from the cover of the monarchy. Mm. You don't want Prince Harry kind of problems. Listen to me. (laughs) Trust me, you don't want it. Mm. So, Wherever you find yourself, understand you, it. The universe has a beautiful way of leveling everybody. Mm-hmm. If you have bigger um, uh, wealth or um, leg up in life, you will have the inverse proportional problems. Another thing, when I um, our mentor used to tell us is that, look, be glad that you don't, you have to, you can you, you can build your stuff so that you can tell someone that, look, I bought this, I achieved this, I did that. He said, again, we're, we're using the royal family. He said, imagine if you're Prince Charles, you'd have to say, my mom gave me that mansion. My mom bought me that car. My mom built me that company. My family name gave me that. My family name after a while, the person will look at you and like, I better marry your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we I, I believe we me and myself and Mr. Clay that we are now we're now enjoying the challenges in life because we now understand that it gives flavor. Mm-hmm. We did an episode saying, shout out to my haters. I am now understanding and I'm actually appreciating the people that didn't agree with me, mm. the people that made me angry, the people that made me feel small, the people that made me feel wrong. I'm not actually appreciating that because I'm not appreciating that if it's not for them, I will not have fought harder. If mm. it's not for them, I will not be enjoying my the fruits more now. Hmm. Hmm. you know Mr. Claire please yeah that that is your workshop that is your workshop those are the people that are in your path to make you stronger to polish you just like a diamond in the soil you know pressure (laughs) pressure I'll let Mister Field describe how uh, Wilbur Smith. Talks about oh, Mister Clever, please! That's another episode in itself. But what <laughs> Robert Smith basically did was that it's he it described. Maybe we should even send them to that book. I think it's "Men of Men." Hmm. Men of hmm. Men, Robert Smith, and he described how a diamond is formed in the depths and darkness and pressure on the earth, the kind of pressure that is out of this world. I think you imagine you don't even know he's talking about a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, know, that's why I didn't want to give that away. So um, yeah pressure. We're talking about pressure, Mr. Clare. Does that, that over to you. So you didn't it does when you're reading it, you need to go and read it. Because it it doesn't talk you don't think you don't even know what creature this guy is talking about. Because the, 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 the kind of um, obstacles that he's had to overcome just to make his way to, you know, to make it to, to the finish line. And then it emerges and they say, oh, there's a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and we can take that as your journey as well. If you're gonna be as expensive or as valuable as a diamond, you gotta go through pressure. Gold goes through refining fire. Mm-hmm. You, as a human being, the Mister Phil you see today, trust me, is not the Mister Phil of 25 years ago. <laughs> This Mr. filter that you see today, able to talk to you, able to share with you, you know, has gone through a lot of refining fire. Mm. Every single bit of that fire, I did not enjoy. Mm. Let me repeat this. Every bit of that refining fire, I did not enjoy, but I appreciate. Mm. I appreciate every bit of that refining fire. Because without it, I will not be the person I am today. Mr. Clay. Wow. Um, did I enjoy the fire? Did I enjoy the pressure? Well, I will not say I enjoyed it either. <laughs> That's the truth. I wouldn't say I was looking forward to it. Now. but, But the consolation is you can survive it you will find yourself, you will discover what you are made of. That okay, you know what? I'm actually stronger than I thought I was. I'm actually able to overcome. You know, because when the pressure comes and it squashes you, man, I remember I remember when I went through one of the biggest pressures of my life, my divorce. You know, it was really, really tough. And the, after everything was said and done, the person that put me in the situation of my ex came back to me and said, I'm glad that I did not change your personality that I started smiling again. That I'm glad that you still got that smile. Ooh, back to you, Mr. Phil. <laughs> it's very funny, you know, because uh, we're, we're becoming personal now. Um, the one of the, actually, the number one for me too was my divorce. That was my my divorce. And when you look at it, it was meant to be because of who we have become. And again, in my case as well, I'm still smiling. Now, if you've listened to us to this point, you know, Now, let's drop a gem and we might actually do another episode on this, not on this topic, but on what I'm about to say next. You see, if you're in Nigeria right now, if you're in Africa, even if you're here and your plan is, I'm going to go to university. I'm going to go to get my degree. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to be fine for the rest of my life. You have missed, like they say in Nigeria, you've missed the road already completely. We're talking about digging your well before you thirst. Thirst means that you need income, you need lifestyle, you need your life to be secure, whatever. You can't rely on the old way that you've been taught. That ship had sailed a long a long time ago. So, if you're going to be good now you need to start digging the well of your welfare right now. Like you say when is the best time to, to plant a tree? Best time to plant a tree is 30 years ago. The next best time to plant a tree? Right now. Start digging your well right now before you thirst. You see, I'm, in my, I'm 50 this year. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm going to enjoy when I'm 70 is what I'm preparing for right now. Mm-hmm. It's not that when I'm when you're 70, I'm like, oh, you okay now. Let me go. <laughs> you can't move anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Better do it. Again, how do we start? The things that you do that you don't have to do will determine where you will be when you can no longer help it. You see, myself and Mr. Claire, we heard that. Like I said, we said we can say we can say it in our sleep because we heard it over and over. They clogged it into us. And we said it, we listened, we you know, non-stop for over 25 years. And when we were doing this, everybody looked at us like we are weird. Back to the job scenario, don't look for someone to employ you going forward in this world. Look to at least start by employing yourself and employing others. The key is you becoming a change agent and a problem solver. See the world as one market, because it is. Hmm. Technology has given us everything that you need. Talking about things changing, there was a time when for me to call Nigeria, I have to buy a card. Remember that time? Oh yeah. Let's even start from the time that, you know, all we had was landline. Only a few people had telecommunication in Nigeria. I remember the time only a few houses had telecommunication as in a phone. And it's those ones that they they wrote. (laughs) You know? But now, through WhatsApp, I talk to you in Nigeria for free? Are you kidding me? (laughs) That is a tool for a global market. The next thing, we've got so many things that now has changed the playing field. That's why I said that we're going to do a an episode on paradigm shifts how the things that used to be before are no longer an accountant there was a time you can have a job as an accountant and you can be very wealthy now there are apps (laughs) apps that have taken the jobs out from, from from an accountant jobs from graphic artists So many things. So you cannot rely on things as they were. So guess what you need to do? You need to start digging your well right now. And what do you do? Forget methods. Go for principles. Mm -hmm. What do I mean? The disciplines. We keep saying read. Read empowering information. Mm -hmm. uh, Self-development information. Okay? Like I said, think and grow rich. Magic of thinking big. Um... Okay. How to influence our new friends people. If you just start with those three and you master those three, they will lead you to others. I don't want to give you a hundred lists. Actually, you can even go to um, Google and type a hundred personal development books and they will give you a list of books to read. Not physics, not chemistry, not uh, commerce. No, 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 no. We're talking about personal, interpersonal skills. Because they've actually learned that if you're brilliant at science, technical skills, or anything, and you're crap at interpersonal skills, you'll still be poor. Let me repeat that. They actually found that that people that are book smart and interpersonal skills um, poor end up poor. That means I give them any exam, they will pass it but they lack interpersonal skills. But they, but what they found is that someone that has average book smart, but is very good with interpersonal skills, they find out that they're the most that are in the ranks of the most wealthy in the world. So you find that they, there's that saying that says the C student employs the A student. Mr. Keneye. Yeah. Mr. <clears throat> it? You know, you said it all. I mean, but, you know, it's, 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 it's so amazing how, you know, the higher you go in any organization, the less technical skills you need, the more people skills you need. Wow. You know? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because you have taken that path. And isn't it funny? That when we started the journey, that would empower you. The higher you go, everybody discouraged us. Yeah. Everybody called us weird. Everybody thought we were wasting our time. Then you now find out, like the more you go higher in an organization, it's not what you know technically that matters. It's your people skills that opens the biggest doors. Mr. Conley, please. So, which means, if you want to get promoted at work, you have enough technical skills already. Start working on your people's skills. Because I see people in my organization trying to copy me, you know, which is good. It's a big compliment to me. I feel very flattered, you know. Because I know what they were like before they met me. And I see and they're looking at me like, how is this guy? Okay, let me just. And I just smile because sometimes it's like they have a long way to go, let's just say that. (laughs) It's not flowing like it should flow. (laughs) It's good to watch. It's good to watch, Mr. Bill back to you. Wow it's it's refreshing to hear because I know where we started from. So if you've been listening to us and you're here thus far, congratulations. Especially we know that it's, it's, data is expensive in Nigeria. Congratulations. Well done. This is the price that you pay for the prize that you're looking for. Your story will be, remember those days when I used to watch Mr. Fila, Mr. Clay, The data! That will be your story. Mm. That's the price you have to pay. Yes, sir. So congratulations. Dig your well before you thirst. Don't expect the well that you've not dug to be there when you thirst. Mm. Let's round up, Mr. Clay. That's it. You know, that is it. You know, (laughs) I don't have anything else to add, sir. So back to you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's end on that. Dig your well before you thirst, ladies and gentlemen, young and old, don't expect the wealth that you've not dug to be there when you thirst. Hmm. On that note, see you next time. We got so much to share. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Of digging your well before you thirst. Peace and we are. Bye.